0: Hey there, I'm Kara Clank. I'm Christy Coffey, and I'm Megan Gailey. And we're the hosts of Let's Talk About Texts. A podcast where
1: three gals talk about all the dirty little secrets that are within their text thread as friends. It's really nasty. We're the best friends you wish you had. It's not that nasty. You can text with us though.
0: So fine, Let's Talk About Texts anywhere on the Starbirds Network where you find your podcasts.
1: A good
0: show. Hey everybody, I'm Lucas Neff. I'm Barry Rothbart. And this is another incredible episode of Get High and Save the World that we have in store for you. Uh, a special a v- one, I'd say. Incredibly special.
2: Um, first of all, maybe you should say why it's special, because it's not my place. It's someone very close to you.
0: I'm glad you understand that it's not yeah, your place. It's not my
2: place to, to mention your father.
0: That's right. Stay in your place, Barry. <laughs> it is, God damn it. It is my dad. Um, we have my, my dad, Alan Neff. Uh, joining us on the show today. He uh, was a lawyer, then a professor, then a lawyer again. Now he teaches creative writing and he writes about law and politics, especially on attorney-client privilege and voting rights. Uh, you can see his articles. Uh, he's been published in the New York Times, the Washington Post, com. He is a lapsed specialist in complex civil litigation. Uh, and yeah, you can read him in the Chicago... Lapsed? Tri- lapsed.
2: Meaning he's no longer a specialist.
0: Uh yes, uh, he's no longer a specialist. (laughs) I'm glad he yes. Okay, my dad would like us to know that he was a specialist. He he was a specialist, but it it has has lapsed. He's no longer. He's no longer. I would disagree. Uh,
2: Actually, what turned out to be incredible about this was he's one of the most informative people I've ever spoken to about law when it comes to voting and politics and.
0: He's a high information guy, my it's dad.
2: Pretty unreal. Um, he, we really, if if you are interested in how we could save the world through voting and law, we really get really deep on it. It yeah, was fantastic. We
0: examine the, you know, uh, gerrymandering. We talk a lot about attorney client privilege uh, because it's uh, pretty interesting what's going down with Michael Cohen right now. Great, let's yeah. go smoke some weed.
3: Okay. <laughs> get high and save the world with Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff.
0: We're speaking into yeah, professional microphones and listening on professional headphones, but you're actually okay. still on, you're still on a phone.
1: Okay. Just one thing to remember because I can't see you if you guys really talk over each other a lot, I'm going to lose everything.
0: Are, is this our, are we already getting notes now? Yeah, it's good advice, Dad. <laughs> uh, usually, we wait till the end of an episode to get our sort of feedback on how things went, but this is a good way to start. Let's start with feedback.
1: This is what I tell clients and witnesses when we're deposing. Okay,
0: speak. This is a great. This is that's actually a great segue. Um, as an attorney for several years. Uh, what would your legal opinion be for Michael Cohen
1: right now? Uh, Well, you can see uh, what I said at Crooks and Liars. Basically, he's going to have a lot of difficulty – maintaining the privilege argument unless he can show. Can you, can you
0: explain that a little bit? What is the privilege argument? Client, okay. client attorney privilege is something you're very I, familiar with, I'm sure. Just so to update
2: okay. yeah. it, it just came through actually about an hour ago that um, the federal, uh, that the government blocked the federal prosecutor's bid or or said that they couldn't, um, they lost their bid to block the, the prosecutors from reviewing documents seized in FBI raids. The privilege, the privilege yeah. argument. So they it's been it's been uh, they lost that.
1: Well, they didn't lose the privilege argument yet. What what what's going to happen is that the government is going to review the documents and look to see whether, in its opinion, any of them are legitimately privileged. And then it's going to notify the court of that. And then it's going to say, well, even as to these privileged documents, the privilege has been waived for some reason or there's an exception to the privilege. Now,
0: maybe you can we can back up a little bit and you can ex- can you explain attorney client privilege a little bit and what exactly privilege is? Oh, yeah.
1: Sure. There're basically four components. A person talks to a lawyer confidentially for the purpose of uh, talking to the lawyer in her capacity as a lawyer to get legal advice and to keep that Communication confidential. And by the way, a mistake that people make all the time: there there doesn't have to be any exchange of fees. No, no retainer, no contract oh. necessary. Like if one of you guys were to say, "Hey, could we just talk about this legal issue confidentially?" Um, we could do that, and then without ever having paid me a dime or had any kind that of would retainer agreement. You could invoke privilege. What if I called you?
2: Let's say I called you and I wanted legal advice. Let's just say, you know, I had uh, stolen uh, money from someone, a friend.
1: Okay. Lucas, me?
2: Yeah. Let's say there was a friend who I stole money from. Thanks for assuming the friend was me. Hypothetically, I I had a friend and um, he had. uh, he had left some money out
0: We don't. No, 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 you stole the money. You okay, stole the money. I
2: stole the money. So then uh, if, if I came to you in, in like a lunch setting and I said,
0: uh, so It doesn't matter. Mr. Neff,
2: I know that you're an attorney. Can you give me advice on this? Is that privileged information, the advice you give me? Or do I have to go, hey, this has to be confidential?
1: Well, that's a good question. I Thank think, this think is the Barry's safer course of action is to say, well, I, I would say, a prudent, you know, a competent attorney would say, do you want this if you want this conversation to be confidential, you have to tell me so. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, he, you could come to me. Do they
0: need to say that?
1: So you is, have is to that say something that has to
2: be is, met? Is confidential.
1: It's pro- it's part of the test for for privilege that the client made the communication confidentially and wanted to keep it confidential. Does that
0: have to be the case for each communication? Mm. Like if you've invoked, if, if, if say in a prior conversation, you'd invoked confidentiality and then you were having a separate conversation about the same issue, would that confidentiality be expected or would you need to invoke it a second time?
1: It might be presumed, but again, the prudent thing to do would be to for both the attorney and client. You know, when I... When I write, when I used to write clients. In fact, when I still write people with whom I have legal discussions, I put a header on the top of my emails: "Privileged and confidential communication." I have a footer, like an automatic footer, at the bottom of all my emails, which you've probably seen by now. That says, "You know, warning: if you, this is a this this con this communication may contain uh, confidential." material if you got it by mistake, so, destroy it. So let so the it the
2: confidentiality works both ways then. Where the client can't reveal things that the lawyer is saying?
1: No, absolutely not. Only works one way. One way. The client owns the privilege. the client, if the client owns the privilege. said if the client says I waive the privilege, the attorney can't turn around and say the judge. Well, wait a minute. I still want to invoke the privilege. That's so now, interesting. He, and, he, oh. and, and I was and I was going to say Lucas the, stood the, up.
2: He was so excited to <laughs> say yeah,
1: something. The 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 uh, the, uh, the attorney can't prevent the client from saying anything about what they've discussed.
0: Right. I guess. Um. Uh, on a side note to that, Michael Cohen in particular is known as Trump's fixer. Um, Correct. but not everything that he does presumably is legal, not saying that it's criminal, but it's not necessarily all legal work as a lawyer, right? He's not, it, it's hard to know if he actually practices law, right? Correct. So now it, right. if, do, what do you need to be is just the fact of owning a, a bar license, like op, having a license to be a lawyer enough to like... That means everyone's safe
2: who talks to you if you have a lawyer. Yeah, it, it, no. It, 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 do, do you no. have to
0: be acting
1: as a lawyer in order to that's have attorney-client exactly, privilege? That's exactly part of the test. That I have to consult you in your capacity as a lawyer for legal advice confidentially and intending to keep it confidential. So, yeah, you. So if, if and here's a, here's a perfect example. Let's say Trump were to call. Uh, Michael Cohen and say hey I'm thinking of getting a loan I want to know whether Bank a has more money available for me or Bank B and all Cohen does is call Bank A and call Bank B and Bank A says 35 million and Bank B says 40 million but Cohen call, Cohen calls Trump and says Bank a has 35 Bank B has 40 and that's all they discuss. That's probably not a privileged communication. But what if That's, Trump
2: goes, hey, I want this to be privileged?
1: Doesn't matter. It's got to have... It's got
2: to be legal. Uh, it's got to be about law. It's
1: got to really pass the the taste, smell, and sniff test oh. for legal content. So you
2: can't just go, hey, give me some legal advice on whether or not I should kill someone. Like, you can't do stuff like that.
1: Oh, definitely not. In fact, uh, there's an exception to the privilege called crime fraud. If you consult an attorney to plan with the uh. attorney or further a crime, plan a crime or further a crime, privilege doesn't cover it.
2: And and then uh, the attorney could also be culpable if they don't do anything.
1: Um, they, you know, that's that can be a gray area. It depends on the mm. kind of conduct at issue. If, um, if Michael
0: Cohen is on, if a lawyer is on retainer, Right. If Michael Cohen is on a retainer or or is on a salary from the Trump corporation or whatever, does that then make all of their conversations, uh, client attorney conversations, if if he's hired in that capacity?
1: No, no. In fact, because money doesn't matter if he's paid, but is not acting as a lawyer, not giving legal advice on a confidential basis to an identifiable client. It's still, it doesn't matter that he's on the books getting paid as a lawyer. He has to be doing a lawyer's work. Now, this
2: conversation uh, is starting to sound like we're about to tell you something really bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're of, sure?
0: Uh-huh. you sure? There's no way? There's no way we can get busted? <laughs> um, I guess the, the, the other side of that then that uh, I'm curious about, and I've been reading about this, is that Michael Cohen uh, wants his own team or Trump wants his own team, like his own taint team, I think is the phrase, is like Excuse the people yeah. who, the taint team is a team of lawyers or mm. people who who examine uh, the evidence collected mm. to determine whether or not it's privileged information before the prosecuting attorneys or Mueller or whoever yeah. the investigating party is can have access to it. Okay. There's sort yeah, of like they're... a filter being like, this is, this is okay for you to look at, this is confidential, you can't look at it, mm-hmm. even if it affects yeah, and by the way.
1: I'll, I'll, I I noting what Barry said, Barry's noises in the background, there is literally no worse legal team in, in that I'm aware saying. of than Taint Team. But yeah, anyway taint team. Uh, I mean it's the it's also, so like be, a
2: great yeah. improv group. Right? Yeah. So. yeah. I mean definitely oh, the, yeah, the jerseys are, make themselves. It's yeah. actually it's so crazy band. I couldn't even think of a joke for it. I mean I right? like it yeah. if
0: it were always one person. The Taint Team. So yeah. He, <laughs> it's just here's one the deal Oh no! Is before there... before you move on, really quickly, uh, just to finish that, he's yeah. been, he's his the legal. He's been making a legal case, or Cohen's team has been making a legal case that they should get their own taint team, as opposed to the right. government-assigned taint team. Mm-hmm. Should yeah? This can... Does that make any, is, is there a reason to believe that one taint team is better than another taint team? I've always wondered well, that too. It uh,
1: it it, like what's the case it can work out. Yeah, there's a case for it. It can work on a bunch of different ways. And and I'll explain why. It, if he, here's what they the government did in the Cohen case. They went and got a warrant and seized all the material. The other way you can go about it is to ask for it via either just informally or a third way a subpoena. Is it basically in which just case,
0: ass- is it basically just assume though that everyone is destroying evidence? Like right? Like, isn't everyone destroying evidence? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what ev- I was wondering. Like, Because people are always like, can you give me the documents that show that you're a criminal? And, the, you know, like everybody is just expected to hand them over. But do they? Does anyone? Because
2: I think if they don't hand it over, then they're really in trouble. Right? Right. They're yeah, there's a, there's a
1: crime. Right, there's an yeah. obstruction of justice. Yeah, is, is, that, is, that's is, real bad. is the
0: penalty for obstruction of justice as bad as the crimes? The penalty for the crimes uh, that are usually, uh, covered up. Do you Depends. I mean? You can,
1: you can obstruct a really minor offense or a really major offense. So the crime of ex- obstruction itself might be somewhere in the middle, like right. in terms of severity.
0: But is that a um, problem in and of itself that like, say that like the law talk, yeah, law talk on NPR, uh-huh. but uh, very quickly, does it make sense that for bigger crimes, the obstruction of justice should come with a bigger punishment?
1: Uh, it does make sense. Uh, I, I'm not sure it's the way law works. For example, and I'll give you even an extreme case. You could obstruct justice in the case of no underlying crime. Like if investigators are just curious about what might turn out to be a totally, you know, federal investigators, state criminal investigators, what might turn out to be a totally innocent course of conduct, if you interfere with their investigation somehow, you're obstructing justice, even if there's no underlying crime.
0: Right. But it, when there is clearly an underlying crime, as is the case with yes. Trump and Michael Cohen, what... This like, is the
2: most interrogating we've ever done of a guest. No, by the it's,
0: way. it's definitely... Yeah, I mean, only the best for you, Dad. <laughs> I promise. Um, Thanks. But, uh, you know, what is... You know, clearly the penalty for Michael Cohen obstructing justice is probably less than whatever the penalty is for the crime he's clearly trying to cover up.
1: Like, Very likely. Like, I, don't, I don't remember. You
0: know, what the... Yeah. What is? Yeah. The, what is the argument Michael Cohen can make to be like, yeah, I'll totally give the evidence over? Um, because
2: it was seized. He didn't right? have that
0: choice. But I'm just saying, yeah. Like, he you know, why do we ever give guys like Michael Cohen, like you know, what? I guess we
1: don't, right? We, I think if we... it's a if
2: it's a huge right. case, they would just seize it. Isn't it? Yeah. I think isn't that's, it... that's they, they take that into consideration?
3: Well, they, I'm assuming. They,
1: they... You know the the argument they don't ask is, terrorists,
2: hey, can you yeah, hand hey, over your terrorist? Evidence? No, but
0: I guess the point was like, is it just generally assumed in the legal community that people are destroying evidence?
1: No, it, actually, it's not. <laughs> huh? It's not. I mean, I, all the time in all my litigation,
0: hey.
1: I, I in all my litigation, now it was civil litigation, not criminal litigation, but you know, high stakes stuff. I only ran into one or two instances. Where people, well, they they faked evidence from evidence we are. Al- they tried to uh, fake uh, change evidence we already had. Like they yeah, but how left do you out know pages. If, if
2: there's evidence that you weren't given, you just can't. You can't know that.
1: You can't. You can't yeah. know a negative. Speaking of you know. not knowing a, know negative, a negative,
0: it's time to learn a positive. Because it's time Before, for on, on this day. day! Which uh, is a little sad. All right. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm <laughs> super glad you're a fan, Dad. Uh, can, we, can we isolate that and use that as the new sound effect for, for this? On This yeah. Day. All yeah. right. Uh-huh. Thanks, Matt. Um, so we've got a couple things here that happened On This Day. Today is April uh, 16th, uh, which is not the day you're listening to it, which I always make sure to add in to Barry's Delight. But uh, on the day that this is, this is being recorded, April 16th, uh, in in 1862... Uh, the District of Columbia Compensated Emancipation Act was, was passed, and, uh, which was a, or a bill ending slavery in the District of Columbia. was what made year? law in 1862. Yeah. Uh, was that um, early? That was in the beginning of the Civil War, yes. Okay. So it was in, in the early stages of the Civil War. Mm. And then uh, on top of that, on April 16, 1963, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. penned his letter from Birmingham Jail.
1: Wow! Were incarcerated in Birmingham,
0: Alabama, which is, uh, you know, obviously a huge thing. So uh, on April 16th, we got two big movements uh, in America. I guess.
1: Uh, yeah, here uh, is work is getting more and more recognized every day.
0: Ooh, yeah! M Mar- L K is doing really good these He's days. He's doing great. Him this and, is a great him year for Freddie him. And Freddie Douglas He's are doing great this, this year. year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the on this day segment, guys.
2: On this day. day. <laughs>
0: All right, thanks, Dad. I loved it. Thanks, Dad. Um, So I want to
2: ask a question. Uh, I I loved your article on gerrymandering. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Say
0: I'm a big fan. Um, Oh, by the way, you can follow uh, Alan Neff on Twitter at at Alan Alan Neff. Neff. He's a great follow. Uh huh. Um, Follow him. Definitely follow at Alan
2: Neff. At Alan Neff, which is two Fs. Um, I I'm just curious. Well, I have a I have a first question, and then I'll ask a second part. Wouldn't you choose to go by A A H Neff versus Alan Neff? What what is involved? What is involved uh, in your process? It's more literary, right? right? Like because I saw w- one article. H- on yeah, one article said A. H. Neff, well, and the other said. Here L. it is.
1: I grew up. There's a specific reference here. There, it's a shout out to the years I grew up uh, reading the New York Times because when I was a kid, because there are a bunch of writers just coincidentally who all had A. a- H. as their first initials. A. H. Raskin. Um, a couple other guys and I just I kind of liked it, and and it's also sort of like I never used my middle name, which is right. Henry, which is an uncle I never met who was killed at Anzio in World War Two and was an supposedly really a never great met guy.
0: Who's killed at Anzio, right? I know that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, it's a great song. I didn't know ah. that. I didn't know that your last name was from that. But your second question on Jerry, uh, I
2: think. Well, I have a follow up to that first part of the mm-hmm. first question. Um, wh- why do you not just go with Ah Nef? Why do you sometimes stick with Alan? That is a good question.
1: Um, it just—it's <laughs> so kind of the reverse our,
0: of the original question.
1: Yeah, that 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 part of it's the Ah yeah, the exception. Yeah, that was complicated enough. Name like that. That was complicated enough that it shot right over my head. Mm -hmm. Um, It's sort of like AH was the exception. I've never used that otherwise. Uh. So I thought about using it a couple of times when I I submitted creative work to see if there was any gender bias Uh. in a publication.
0: Uh, What did you find out?
1: I still got rejected.
2: <laughs> I tried to make my name less Jewish a few years back. I tried to just, um, I tried to be Barry Roth, like Brendan Rothbart Roth, which is less Jewish than Rothbart. Um, and I noticed, uh, no difference in my career. Yeah. So I just stuck with Rothbart
0: mm. as a Jewish comedian. Grand it one your... week, yeah, I, know, week.
2: I noticed no difference.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a question a, a third part to this, oh, to sorry, this question.
2: Oh, sorry. Oh, you're doing a third part to the first part.
0: Oh, you're doing a th- you have a second I no, I'm
2: going was going to do the second part of that question. Unless you have a, okay. a No, 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 up no, no to do the, the first second part.
0: I do have a follow-up to the first part. Okay, so yeah, shoot. Yeah. Uh, you know, how do you feel about middle names in general? You like middle names or you like to go initials? Oh, that's that brings up a follow-up
1: I just conceptual. Too, so I love middle names if they're uh Just they the, add, value. The concept of they add value if they if they don't value like if somebody Ooh. is named daryl daryl smith like a guy like,
0: whose middle name is gold you're like that's a great middle name adds value silver mm-hmm. dangerous yeah, silver. Dangerous. yeah, yeah. like, like yeah. benny diamonds jablowski or
1: radiation radiation would be good like Barry uranium rothbart
0: mm. okay i'm not quite seeing the link there but go on and what is yours what's your middle name Henry.
2: Henry. Henry, that's right. That's right. Okay, Mm -hmm. second part Mm -hmm. of my question. um, Why why did you write this article about gerrymandering? What was your (laughs) impetus at this point? Was it, maybe explain for people who haven't read the article, why now?
1: Sure. Uh, A couple of reasons. I started working on voter rights in the 2012 Obama campaign. Headquarters was in Chicago. Got it. I was on there lawyer voter protection team and i got really interested in it when you say lawyer
0: voter protection team you're protecting lawyers who vote <clears throat>
1: yes you're a team of people right, protecting I, lawyers i,
0: I was only
1: protecting lawyers right to vote <laughs> lawyers uh, against, if,
0: yeah
1: or la- lawyers right lawyers right to vote to be on a team i'm not exactly sure <laughs> how it all played out i, mean, all I know is to was,
0: say that's the main thing <laughs> Um, yeah, so what, what is you know before you get into the everything else, but voter protection, what's that entail? What is that?
1: A, a quick summary. Of what that. is what we did in, the, in, that, in that campaign and what I, I've done subsequently is you work a sort of hotline, a national hotline. People call in, they report issues at polling places. They ask if they're registered. They ask it, it where to vote if they are registered. They uh, yeah. And sometimes like during 2012, there was uh, questionable stuff like happening at, at a lot of polling places and they report, well, they're not letting people who are in line vote or they're demanding certain kinds of ID that aren't required by law. And then we call their you know, we'd either call their supervisors and yell at them or call the local prosecutor and and tell him or her or call the state attorney general. Wow. Um, mostly, you're just helping people figure out if they're registered and where to vote. Are there but, instances
2: where people just literally go, "Hey, we're not letting you vote right now because we don't want"? Yeah,
1: time. it's happened. It's happened. Definitely happened. Um, so I started. You know, I got really interested in that, and the reason why I'm writing about it now is I want everybody <laughs> focused. I mean, all the other terrible stuff that the Trump administration is doing is truly awful. But the most likely way we can stop a lot of it is if everybody votes in 2018 for whatever pro- kind of progressive, um, meets their local requirements for getting majority, whoever that is, however, whatever they believe. And so I'm writing about voting yeah. because I want people, it's
0: like as a gerrymandering.
1: Well, uh, it's a vehicle for reminding people they have to vote because there are a lot of gerrymandered places. They have to really register voters and get out to vote in tidal wave numbers in some places, but generally they really they're going to have to work to win. So,
2: um, I, I, from reading the article, I actually learned something that um, originally voting lines in a or districting was supposed to be done in a way where every district has an equal number of people, correct? Was that the ideal way to do it?
1: That wasn't even the rule until the 1960s in the one-vote, one-person, one-vote cases. Before then, districts could be configured any way they really wanted. uh, With larger or smaller populations, there was a lot of discrimination actually by race by geography, like you know, low population rural districts having as many representatives as large population urban districts. So to leap in here, um, so
0: basically, they cre- in the '60s, the one person one vote rule was instituted as a way to prevent gerrymandering abuses,
1: or some of them, some of them, some of them. But then, yeah, the, will actually, this is a great and the place. and the voter and the Voting Rights Act too,
0: right. Uh, this is a pretty good time as any to <laughs> take uh, our sa- second smoke break. Smoke break. We're going to take a little break here. But we'll be right We're gonna back. back to it with Alan Neff. Uh, uh, I'll, Alan, I'll if you want to join us, he should come outside uh, and join us. Uh, yeah, we'll try. I, I, we'll have you come outside and join us uh,
2: via, yeah, phone, I have a hold via a, phone. Hold
1: a place for me out there. Great.
2: Okay. And we're back. Um, we did Hi not there. have a
0: smoke break because hey.
2: we forgot uh, that we were out of marijuana. So here we yeah, are.
0: Yeah, we didn't pack enough marijuana today, so we didn't smoke any for a smoke break. So now we're just continuing. So this is
2: going to be a real low-energy second half.
1: going Don't you fire one of your legion of staffers over this? Well,
0: um, I mean... We
1: can't really,
0: because it was Barry. Yeah. (laughs) Uh.
2: (laughs) I can fire one of my legion of staffers. Oh, oh,
1: oh, those bus tires must
2: be
0: painful. Bus fires? Hello? What?
1: Those bus fires?
0: Bus fires? Did you say bus fires must be painful?
1: (laughs) I said those bus tires must be painful. Those
0: bus tires must be painful. They are, yes. Because we drove. Well, over you threw, threw, the me bus, the threw me under the bus. <laughs> threw me under the bus. tires. Yeah. Oh, tar- this is why uh, we need smoke now. breaks, man. Is- you know, I was so
2: close to just agreeing and moving on. I'm glad we we. Spent no, it we extra solved second. it.
0: Yeah, this is good that we got into it. So, uh, in the '60s, with the Voting Rights Act, was that 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 was the one person one vote thing? Is that when that happened too? With yeah, right, district? right around that
1: time, '64, '65. Okay. Uh, right after those decisions tapped and the guess, Voting Rights Act got passed.
0: Okay, I guess my question is is because you were you were talking about sort of gerrymandering abuse that occurred when when people when they were districting they could put as many people in one district as they wanted and as few people as they wanted in another district. They can still do that to a certain extent uh, with this with these processes called packing and cracking. Now, but it's done uh, along now, partisan lines. Can you maybe explain the 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 way? Because they'll pack Democrats into a district or crack Demo- Democrats apart with a district, which is almost the same thing as putting less or more people into a district. It's just a game right. of... Can you explain
1: it a little bit to us,
0: what packing and cracking is?
1: Sure. Um, you you Even while you're, you know, if you know two pieces of information, are how many people heavy there are... Wood right now? Or are you lifting heavy wood right now? Are you lifting heavy wood? I just changed wood? my seat. Uh. I, I'm sorry. I, I I repositioned myself on my seat and it being... just sounded
0: like you were you were doing heavy labor during the. Uh... I get it, <laughs> Alan. Don't take this. Well, I get I it.
1: It. <laughs> it. It sounds like moving it's, my sweet patoot It Sounds is like I'm bench pressing every
0: time I get up from a couch. So <laughs> I make so yeah. many weird noises when I sit down, just like. Ugh.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I had a joke about this. I did on the Tonight Show actually. Oh, I didn't know I was stealing your joke. Have you guys uh I'm sure everyone here has heard my tonight show. Your um, tonight show? Uh, appearance.
0: Oh, yeah. I know every single one of your yeah. Tonight Show appearances. I uh, Here's how it goes. Uh, I feel like I'm getting older. Jump in when you're ready, Dad. On three, we'll finish the joke together. <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm getting older because I've... Of all the sandwiches I've eaten.
2: <laughs> yeah, there it is. And it kills. <laughs> that sandwich,
1: bag.
2: I feel like I, well, all the these sandwiches. Of, you don't realize it. it's going there, but yeah, just kind say, of an it's just a
1: satisfying conclusion. Yeah, yeah it's an anti-joke. It exactly.
0: Yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah.
1: So packing and cracking. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> packing and cracking. Okay, mm-hmm. let's say you got uh, 100 people, you got to distribute among 25 districts. Half of them are Democrats, half of them are Republicans. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so you got to have 25 people in each district. But you can well, decide how many districts, of each of those.
0: If there's only 100 people and there's 25 districts and you're putting 25 people in each district, no, 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 no. that's going to be he a lot mean, more. Four, more districts. Districts. Four, four, four districts. Four districts. Four districts. Okay, now I get yeah. it. Okay. 4, four districts you 100 out, dad. people I hate this side of you Okay though. 4 districts I feel bad, 100 though. people I'm sorry dad 50
1: I should of a better son Oh god Okay okay you know, this, this this arithmetic is going to be hard lad. strap in Okay, okay? um uh, 4 districts 100 people 50 of them you know are democrats and 50 are republicans you just Got shape it. them funny so you get say Seventy Democrats in one of those four districts, and ten Democrats in each of the other de- districts. But you put um, thirty Republicans in one, and you know the others, you know, or rather twenty. So in you're one, willing to give one, one
2: district a, a way overwhelming uh, Democrat number, but
1: that way you can right. in order win, to get
0: three districts, you can win the other three right. districts by a slimmer majority. I get that
2: right,
1: and and oh, here's a simple math: you have 70 Democrats in one uh, one district and 30 Republicans, but you still have 70 Republicans to submit to split among the other mm-hmm. or, or yeah. the other I'm three districts, and you only other. need to yeah. have more. So than you'll 10. have a Republican
2: majority in three of the four districts. Yeah, I got that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it's, a, and it's easy to do, you know, these days with all the mapping tools and software, statistical tools, you can do this very precisely. And you can do it, by the way, so you don't look like you're discriminating illegally in terms of race now, or anything like I, this. I, I, I you guess just my, draw really...
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Um, but I, I that's gonna, okay. I was going to say my question is: is then like the Supreme Court is likely to hear... A lot of cases soon or like some pretty big cases on gerrymandered districts soon. What is your best guess as to what they think the law should be interpreted? Like, Are they going to rewrite the law? Are they going to reinterpret the law? Uh,
2: Because the law just said it's one person, one vote. So it's the idea that everyone should have every district should have the same amount of people. That's the only law, correct? There's no law against... Correct, society.
1: and and they political shouldn't be discriminated on the on basis of race. But here's, like here's the part. thing. Okay. The, uh, part one, the court, historically, the court has never part uh, found a, a, a partisan gerrymander, a gerrymander strictly for political reasons, illegal or unconstitutional. Never done it, okay? It's got two cases right in front of it now. One of them from Wisconsin the whole state gerrymandering and then one maryland district that was gerrymandered in favor of democrats wisconsin we know is heavily gerrymandered in favor of republicans and they were bone dumbingly stupid about how obvious they were while they did it you know they said let's farm out the work to a private firm so nobody can see it let's only have meetings among ourselves Let's only let Democrats see it at the end. You know, a whole bunch of things that made it obviously.
0: Now, now and, and, and the, but I guess my question is, if it technically isn't illegal, does it matter that they were so brazen?
1: Well, it's frowned uh, upon. legally right now, it doesn't. It does not matter. OK, legally, it's meaningless right now. It's what the Supreme Court's going to do. And I'll tell you, I am not optimistic and i'll tell you for if you want to hear why yes, i tell you yes I,
0: w- I would like to know why you're not up and you're a democrat okay. yes
1: yeah i'm a progressive okay. democrat progressive or liberal or, am i right you know I, i'm coming <laughs> this, after you
2: right i think you should know that i'm bro, coming after
1: my... your god and your guns oh wait and your and your gays am i supposed to i forget if they're against god guns and gays am i coming for their god guns and gays or what i, I don't know how this works. Yeah, I I'm present. not
0: totally sure if you've come for God's guns or gays yet, but uh, please. So, in that world, we're taking the gays out okay. of the Republican.
1: Here, hands. here's why I'm not optimistic. Okay, here's why I'm kind of pessimistic. Okay, with the exception of Neil Gorsuch, this is a uh, this is a Supreme Court that well, there, a lot of the members on the current court heard some partisan gerrymandering cases in the mid. 2000s, and kind of went, eh, we don't know what to do with them. Eh, we're not going to do anything about them. We don't know how to, we don't know quite what the test should be. We don't know quite how we should fix it. We're not even sure we should fix it. Now, now this court, basically, with the exception of Gorsuch, is the one that decided to uh, to, you know, made the Citizens United decision thereby flooding politics with dark monies, and also made the decision about a year ago to really damage a key section of the Voting Rights so, Act. So you think the, the one, Supreme
2: Court is probably leaning to the right?
1: Uh, yeah, and I'm not the only person in America right. to think that. Right, right. right. Um, See, but,
0: but you would um, think they would break with, with prior... Uh, considerations or just reinforce prior considerations when it comes to jury Well,
1: you know, it's one of those situations where you have, if, if you look at the court as it's currently divided, you know that Justice Kennedy is this sort of swing vote, goes back and forth between conservative positions and liberal positions, though Clarence Thomas was in the group of judges that decided that North Carolina's racial gerrymander was unconstitutional. So mm. there's a little
0: there's play a little in the wheel, but the court will just come down in favor of, of keeping partisan gerrymandering a part of our political reality.
1: Yeah. I, I think unless the real question is John Roberts, mm. if he decides yeah. another one of these legacy matters, you know, like he did with the affordable care act that he doesn't want to be the, remembered as a justice who was so, you know, blatantly political as to have no jurisprudential integrity, maybe he's the one I'll really be watching, actually. Um, You know, Kennedy, because here's the thing, the way the Supreme Court works, if the chief justice is on the majority side when they take their votes on an issue, he decides who writes the opinion so he can write a real you know, real I, strong opinion or real weak. Op- he can decide whether he wants someone who's sort of an equivocator or someone who's a real hardliner on an issue to write the opinion. If he's in the minority on, on the on the result, Notorious RBG will select the justice who writes the opinion. Okay. It's the it's the uh, uh, like luck of the draw. Oldest serving justice. Longest serving justice. OK, OK. Um,
2: uh- I have a, I have a two-parter. Barry has a number one. Uh, who's, uh, who's your favorite all-time uh, Supreme Court justice? Good question. All-time, all-time. living that is down. a good question. Favorite. all-time. Favorite. all-time.
1: Pick one. You're, you're, in the school It's got to be William o. It's got to be William O. Douglas. Uh,
2: Why? Who yeah, was
1: right. a, an incredible, just vociferous defender of civil rights. Mm-hmm. He was great.
0: Okay. Um, And what's the second part of the question?
2: Second part is, do you think that gerrymandering is a is not as popular or not as talked about as it should be because it doesn't affect large elections? Because it doesn't. Correct. It doesn't affect presidential elections. It doesn't affect senators. um, Right. Doesn't affect
1: nationwide elections or statewide elections. Right. And I think Democrats and progressives have not been awake to it. Because, frankly, two reasons. One, a lot of the blue states have historically been gerrymandered in favor of Democrats. So it, they they got some skin in the game. But two, historically, Democrats don't vote in off-year elections, in midterm elections, in yeah. local elections. <laughs> and don't, don't vote know. as much in general they, as,
2: as Republicans.
1: Right. Yeah. Now they're paying attention. You're seeing it, all these you know, special elections and off-cycle elections. To me, doesn't it feel like
2: voter fraud is more of a Republican thing just because we can't get past past the the one fact, which is that there's way more Democrats in the United States than there are Republicans.
3: Right, and the way you suppress Democratic
1: votes, the way you suppress traditional Democratic voters in statewide elections— or in national elections, is all these voter ID laws. Now, They're just voter suppression laws. That's a, what they should be called. I have
0: a – yes, I have a – I agree with you. Uh, I, uh, they should be called voter suppression laws. Um, I do have a – with the gerrymandering issue, I know that the like they were able to, to display uh, unconstitutional bias or illegal bias because when these political gerrymanders are created – Oftentimes, just through the nature of political demography, you are suppressing, uh, you are racially dividing these districts because Democrats are are uh, have way more uh, minority uh, members. Not in Florida, uh, right? A, a much bigger minority membership in their party, nationally speaking. Yeah. and um, Then, right. and also locally, so, and also locally. So when you draw districts that say pack eighty percent. Uh, of an African American population in a state into one district, you are to, to an extent suppressing their vote. So the, the, and the courts have been open to understanding problems with gerrymandering from that perspective, right? Like, right. They, they, and I have,
1: yeah, and I have talked about that issue, you know, it, it's basically how, how many, you know, demographically minority voters do you have in your state? So is it going to be kind of an issue? Like Montana, you know Montana's a poor example because they only have a single representative state. But um, but yeah, if you don't have a lot of African Americans or Latinos in your state, then you can partisan gerrymander on the basis of party, which is partisan gerrymandering. I'm sorry to say, uh, you don't have to worry about getting caught with your hand in a racial cookie jar. Um,
2: but if you're sounds good.
1: you're in a state where there's a substantial Population of color, then you got to be artful about it, and there are ways to be artful about it. You're you draw
0: people gerrymander to put um, more minority people in one district than another,
1: right? And the, and they they can find there are ways to do it. Like Wisconsin has a very substantial population of color, and in certain you know in certain parts of the state, and their gerrymanders only being looked at as I understand it, as a partisan gerrymander. They managed to draw no, the racial. lines in a way mm. that avoid looking like a racial gerrymander that the court would automatically knock out, so, I, like I, I, they did in North Carolina.
2: I have one uh, follow-up to that. Would you like to do a lightning round?
0: Yeah, you
2: yeah. would. lightning round. Yeah. Lightning round. <laughs> okay, this is uh, really quick. Do you know, uh, uh, you're an avid listener, but for those who, who haven't listened before, Um, lightning round is we ask you five questions. I will ask you five questions first and then Lucas will do it also afterwards. But only after I ask all five, can you start answering? And if you get all five answered, then you, uh, will get one point. And this is how we get to Okay, I'm ready. So all five first. mm
0: -hmm. All five, then you're gonna get 30 seconds to answer all five. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I am running hot.
0: Okay. All right. Do you see any legal, uh... Flaws in yeah, this, is or there no? any, is there anything? Any risk? Missed? Uh, 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 just tell me, though. I'm yeah. invoking privilege between me and you, so don't say this so barricade. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, we're all cool. Okay. Okay, we're all good. cool. We're Here all cool. cool. That's, like, that's how you do it, right? <clears> totally <throat> cool. That you, you start will have... every lawyer conversation with just, we're all cool, and then you're fine. We're all cool. We're all cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, good.
2: Good. Okay, this is... Uh, I'm evoking privilege, and I'm starting the lightning round. Here lightning we go. Lightning round. Okay, number one. If you could gerrymander one demographic out of the voting block, who would it be? Two, have you ever been in the booth and voted for someone just because they had a cool name? Be honest. Obama or Lincoln... Who is your favorite of your two sons? You must pick one. And gum or lifesavers? Go.
0: I also like okay. how you'll, you'll, Wait, wait, I, let him answer. Well, I, I'm just going to throw this in really quickly. I love how you'll ask a question and then you'll say you have to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah, if, like, now that you've said people Believe have to me. be honest, they are. I know how On funny AM, it like, is. yeah, it's yeah. great.
2: I know. Well, I was just saying it's Okay. Great. Uh, great. Right, here we go. go. And go. Yep, go.
1: Gerrymander One Demo, Mayonnaise Eaters, Booth... That's yes, my... Yes, I have voted... Wait. I have voted for a cool name. Oh, uh, uh, God. Do you remember the uh, name? Yep. I don't have any sons. Lincoln. Uh, uh, Wait, uh, is that Lincoln, a oh. um, No, Lincoln, because he ended slavery and and really meant it. And finally, gum.
2: Oh, oh I like that. Yeah, he that got them had, all.
1: Yeah, he got them all. He did say that he, he doesn't lie have sons. did on one. Yeah. So I'm going to give you half sons. a
0: point. I'm one of them, you bastard. <laughs> I've never seen the DNA
1: results. Okay,
0: fair, fair. Um, um, great. So, I guess does he get points? Can I no. ask you who your least favorite of your sons are? Ah, uh, well, this is obvious. <laughs> I can answer that. Uh, well, for if, you, I Dan. Sons, brother, if I don't have any sons, my brother Liam. If I don't have any Let's sons, I can't have a least line. favorite. No, he doesn't. He's not available um okay lightning round round does he get any points i gave him half because half he a lied point. he did one. lie yeah. you did lie we Dad. actually have Sorry. a strict
2: no lying uh, policy yeah so just oh remember, darn.
0: remember to apply that to round two it is still a strictly no lying zone um strictly no lying zone now yeah. you'll have 30 seconds no lie that, zone that's right welcome to the new li- no lie zone all right um you're gonna get five questions 30 seconds to answer you ready Yep. All right. One, gerrymander or Joe Mander? Mm. Two, if you were president, who would you pardon? Three, should presidential pardons exist? Four, the branches of government are supposed to be co-equal, but which branch is truly the most powerful? Five, what's the fourth branch of government? Mm.
1: Okay. Um gerrymander i forget the first one. one oh gerrymander. Uh, should pardons um, no no gerry- no gerry- whatever, can't help whatever.
0: yet not yet Mm-mm, that's not the question so, you were- okay
1: I'll, I'll, I'll skip ahead who would i pardon i'd pardon um um uh uh sarah huckabee sanders um you pardon uh, her for what crime
0: uh, she hasn't been convicted i have no of idea i
1: just pardon her um and the Seems fourth, the partner, fourth, uh, know her. Uh, the fourth branch of government is the press for the state. Okay. Um, ah. he, uh, and I forget the other three. Qu- you know, what I, I even wrote of, down,
0: what branches of government are supposed to be co-equal. But which branch is the is truly the most powerful? Oh,
1: presidency, far and away.
0: Oh, why? Or, why? For good or bad? Because um, they can
1: kill both. Both because. Um, they control all these agencies on a day-to-day basis and most of the real decision making fa- that that affects people on a day-to-day basis is made by the agencies Do you i think, mean congress has the power of money and the courts have the power of law but they don't make day-to-day they don't they don't have the day-to-day employees on the ground but, but the who say yes or no congress, to people
0: congress can deny appointments right can I appointments appointment in confirmation refuse hearings appropriations. For judges. in the proceedings looking my agents right. you know what I mean Hey right. um, does is that an, do you think it's important for there to be true parity in power in the branches of government I know this is outside of the time
1: zone uh, the time limit, I think it, it it needs to be variable over time per issue mm. you know some Sometimes Congress should be more important. Sometimes the court should be more important or powerful. Sometimes the presidency depends on the issue, depends on the time.
0: Reasonable. Have you uh, presidential pardons exist?
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> have you ever thought about uh, running for office?
1: Yeah, I have.
2: Have you run? Have you run for office?
1: Uh, I was on the local school council at Lucas and Williams Elementary School. For LSC. seven years. Was that a
2: was that a uh, elected uh, position? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I had to get voted
1: on every couple of years, I think. Who I voted? I think I served three and a half terms. It wasn't us. The, p- the parents and the teachers, I what do think. You know, wait,
2: I have a follow up uh thunder, uh, lightning question. Also gerrymander um, or Joe Mander? Oh
1: that's uh Jerry. Okay. No, no, Joe. no. Joe. Joe. Joe scans better. Yeah. Okay. Joe, I like scans Joe better.
0: I like that.
2: What do you think is one uh quality that uh is the most important for a good politician to have? One quality. Integrity. Mm, that's easy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: speaking of uh, I was questions. I think it's a great time for another segment called Would You
3: Rather. Should we do it as
0: a combined segment? I mean, I think we have to oh, we just time, have to. Yeah, time yeah, issue yeah. here. I have a would you rather for you, uh, Mr. Neff. Mr. A.H. All right, I'm ready. All right. Would you rather have 8 years of Trump, but you get to pick two Supreme Court judges, or 0 years of Trump? But they get to pick two Supreme Court judges. Who's they? You know, the other side, uh, Republicans.
1: Uh, guess what? I'm going to go with zero Trump. You would give two
0: Supreme Court seats to the yes. Republicans in term and for yes. zero years of Trump.
1: Yes, because that would mean we'd probably control the other two branches. But even if it, even if we didn't, it would mean that that odious grifter was gone.
0: I like that. But it also supports your other answers that the executive branch is the most important and influential position in our government. Yeah. So yeah. it's honestly the president is more important than the Supreme Court.
1: And I'll give you another. I'll give you a third reason I just thought of. The Ooh. president will also be appointing all those lower court judges.
0: Yeah, this the, the, people. So you're giving talked, up a
1: lot of judges. Just people to get haven't
0: talked enough about judiciary appointments, uh, right? And, and but maybe you can talk a little bit since you're a lawyer.
1: Oh, all right. hold on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What, why? Why should we care about judiciary appointments? And why did why aren't they all elected positions?
1: Um, because electing judges means they're going to be r- looking for campaign donors, which means they're going to be instantaneously compromised. But you can elect judges. Some judges. You can. and We do. We do in Illinois. You do in California. I'm so sure. why most, state, most states elect their state judges? but not their federal judges. Why federal judges you, are all appointed. Why why can you elect some
0: judges but not other judges? What why is there why is that even possible?
1: Well, because the the way federal judges are appointed is controlled by the US Constitution. The way state state judges are elected or appointed is by the state by state constitutions.
0: Do you think that judges should be elected or not?
1: I, I do not think they should be elected. I wrote about this. They should all be to, appointed. I think it's it generally, depending on how the appointment process is structured, it's more likely to it, produce a bench that isn't beholden to campaign donors. And that's do always you, a risk. How do you know if a judge just, is good? Um, You know, it's one of those cases where if lawyers on both sides – and defendants, uh, parties on all sides, feel like they've been listened to and treated respectfully, and given a fair chance to make their case, and gotten. I think I think what I'm decision- saying
2: is, when you vote for a president or you vote for someone, you go, yeah. they have a platform which I agree with, You're right? Or they have. Oh, I see. Right. So how do you know right. if a judge is someone you could vote for? Because judges generally don't go. I'm Republican or I'm Democrat or.
1: Well, they do, they do an elect in states where they elect them, like in Illinois, they all have, you know, a lot of them, they specifically say in their, you know, their campaign materials, Democrat or Republican or independent, do whatever. Think,
0: do you think that has led to worse judges in Illinois? Is that, I, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's I the implication that's, there, right? You think judges shouldn't be elected. Has that been a problem in, in Illinois? Yeah, I
1: think there there's a, a, an entity that judicial reformers have, you know, law reform types have talked about for years called a Judicial Nominating Commissions. A lot of, actually a lot of senators use them. Senators and representatives on the federal side use them to pick judicial candidates. And usually it's kind of like a bipartisan review. You try to get consensus. You try to look for people who everybody thinks is intelligent and scrupulous and diligent. And maybe you have rules that require a supermajority and the result is probably going to be judges who are more likely, you know, they're going to have their own biases, everybody does, but they're going to be aware of them, and they're going to try to be respectful of parties and lawyers and the tradition of being transparent. Uh,
0: can I ask you, would you rather have a judge who well, obeys... Wait, you already did, I, you know, I know, I know. Is this, this is another this would is, you rather, or is this, is or this the just... This is a question. Maybe rephrase the question. it then, so okay, people I'll are Okay, I'll rephrase confused, it. You know. uh, is it... What is your opinion when it comes to a judge uh, who encounters a law, a a law that is immoral, but legal?
1: Uh, Well, I think, I think it's
0: something a judge needs to be concerned themselves with.
1: Uh, Yes, but I think first and foremost, except in the most extreme cases I can imagine, like, you know, passing. Holocaust law like laws in Germany. I think a judge generally has a duty to enforce the law. I mean, there are. Be? And, and the are legal? legal system, the legal system is set up. So there's a, usually a top court, you know, a supreme court in the state level or at the federal level who can say, you know, screw this law. It's unconstitutional or it's, it's just bad because that court's given by the way the state government or the federal government is set up, the ultimate authority to say what law should or should not be. But lower court judges, I think their, their duty is to enforce the law, except in maybe the most extreme cases. Now, there are different ways to enforce the law, too. You can find somebody guilty of a law you think is terrible, and if you have discretion on sentencing, you can give them zero time. And you can say, "I'll, I'll uh, expunge your conviction to the extent the law allows me to." After a certain point, because a, this is a stupid law, and b, I don't have to impose any penalty.
2: Is what? it? Is like it like the no dancing
0: law in the Footloose? Movie. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it would be like, why would you have that? Yeah. I don't know. Right. I mean, obviously, there was that dancing, the dancing murder. But if I, <laughs> if they I were, were on, if, making if, them dance to death, they were. If, they were if I were on the, the bench, tragedy.
1: If I were on the bench and somebody came to to my courtroom with a law that said blacks can be slaves again, you know, I'd draw the line there. I wouldn't enforce that law. No way. Because it's unconstitutional.
0: Yeah. I guess my question Well, no, not merely
1: because—no, not because it's unconstitutional, because slavery is an immoral state.
0: Right. There is, no, I, line. I understand, there is a lot. There is a lot. But, but for the, the difficult thing with that issue is that you, you could draw that moral line, but you're also backed up by the Constitution. It's harder to yes. understand the situations so where like, the Constitution— So, like, give us an example of a
2: law that's immoral but constitutional. Go.
1: Well, a, a law seconds. that I think— <laughs> no, I'm A stupid Lincoln, law— sorry. I should have been clear. Any laws <laughs> you're not, you're criminalizing right. <laughs> drugs, any laws criminalizing drugs are stupid and to a certain extent immoral— because they, they victimize the users. Now, that said, if I were on the bench and I didn't have the power in my job to not enforce a law, I would, you know, if somebody were brought to me on a charge of, uh, you know, criminal you know, possession being criminal, I'd have to find him guilty, but I could probably find ways to make that a meaningless act.
0: Mm. Yeah, do you think it is a, it is is it is a sign of a healthy legal system that it is filled with so much gibberish and gray space where people no, can sort of not. like people no, can an individual uh at the behest of their own uh caprice capri- capriciousness could decide, "Oh, you know, I this is technically a law, but I can sentence you with nothing." Like right. should a system have that much flexibility in it? A system, yourself. any kind
1: of decision making system, should have a lot of flexibility. So that's a good
2: thing. So it's good because then it's vague. The more vague it is, the more you could have like this. Right. System. But a lot of
1: gibberish, on the other hand, is usually like to donor it infused. It's mm-hmm. donor infused legal language. It's somebody got some legislative guy to pass it for one of two reasons either because they gave him a lot of money or they said, we don't want this to be clear. Remember, there are passages to the. Constitution, like the Second Amendment, that people are still kind of legitimately arguing over because syntax.
0: Right. And yeah, yeah. So the, I think clarity is something we want, but we also want flexibility. Yeah. And so
1: sometimes you build in ambiguity. So yeah, what should the flexibility? intention
2: of, of the lawmakers be factored into your interpretation? Meaning, you know, like, that's...
1: The, yeah, that's the old Scalia originalist thing. You never look uh, yeah, at intent. You never look at leg- legislative intent. So but I then, think but then that's, you know,
2: you could go anywhere with it. You could be like, "Bear arms" means uh, the arms of a bear, you know? Right, or yeah, yeah.
1: arms without any sleeves on them.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, the I, I don't buy right. that argument. I think that was always BS. The reason why originalism was BS is because it's premised on the notion that there's some indisputable meaning in the Constitution that you can get from the face of the language as to every word of that. And I just gave you a perfect example the Second Amendment where that is plainly untrue. Nobody knows exactly what that thing means. They've been arguing over it for 250 but years. But you're saying we should Same take
2: thing. into account the intent.
1: Absolutely. Uh, look at every, why, why should a decision maker deprive itself of information about a decision it's trying to make. It's
0: stupid. Context matters. Context
1: totally matters. Okay, great. So, That's perfect time for for would
0: you, would you yes 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 yeah. oh
2: just like oh we okay. Did you just show. said it? Yeah. Well, I didn't. Know. Did you? Yes. Did okay. You, so yes. this is where we have a, a little bit of uplifting news, and then I think uh, I think we're gonna go to our food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is great. Unless we have any follow up? So uh, this is I I thought great news. LGBT workers. Uh, it should be LGBTQ. Reddit. Um, <laughs> uh, it, this is actually the DallasNews.com, So. LGBT workers.com Shout out to Dallasnews.com. Oh. My boys over there. uh, You
0: can follow Alan Neff at 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 Alan Alan Neff on Twitter.
2: Dot com. Dot com. A
1: L A N.
0: A L A N.
2: One L. My father was two L's. Did you know that? My father's name is. probably an E. No, A. Two A's, two L's? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really unusual. It's very unusual. He was a great guy. LGBT workers are protected from workplace discrimination in Texas, Judge says in Earth Shattering New Ruling. That's the headline. I mean, they're not protected everywhere. Uh, so there's this is good news, but um, there is a little contrary. I guess it's pretty straightforward that Texas, you know, a federal judge said that LGBT workers should be protected from employment discrimination Great. based on their gender identity and sexual orientation. But some naysayers on Reddit um, are saying that proving you were fired for gender identity or sexual orientation is pretty much near impossible. So there's a lot of ways to get around that. But yes. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. So it's, <laughs> that, that feels positive. I'm, I think I'm it's positive. That's great. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty good. Um, oh, I
1: got a did you know for you? It's a did you yes. yes
2: so.
0: It's uh, technically a did you yes. A did you know would be a negative. version Oh, you yes like game. this one?
1: You may not have seen this. The last Cohen client that got identified after Donald Trump and that guy Broidy who paid off the woman. Oh, the RNC one point six million. Yeah, the third uh, Cohen client that got identified in court today. Sean Hannity. Oh yeah, I heard about that.
0: Hannity's gotten he's all he's all dredged up in it now, right? It's crazy. Do they know yeah, what, but he says...
1: Well, what he does does says mean it was really for,
0: for everyone. Oh, it just means that Sean it Hannity might have done something dumb, and we might find out about it. Uh, right? Well,
1: I hope there's more, not news. More specifically, it means that Sean Hannity's been defending Michael Cohen while secretly he's he consulted client. him as an attorney without uh, revealing that. Which well, is further proof that. Sean Hannity contains no journalism like substance. But also,
0: I mean, there, now there's some talk as I wonder if Cohen's not a back channel between Hannity and Trump. Oh, certainly. I'm sure they're, like, they're coordinating messages. Right? So, so God, God knows of I mean, I mean,
1: Hannity I either. Mean, Hannity even needs him? a back <laughs> channel.
0: All right, it's just you and me now, Dad. Barry's left us, so it's, it's, it's just the Nefs on, on air right now. Oh, my gosh. Um, what's what's a law you'd like there to be? I'm coming. He's coming back. Quickly. Oh, well, what's well, the one I law to say, you would add? Would you add uh, a law or subtract a law? If you I would your subtract druggers? a law.
1: I would decriminalize the possession or use of any drug. Hell
2: yeah, bro. Do you think the law should be blind or or blind and deaf?
1: justice uh justice. i think i think it's probably better off blind okay, it needs good. to hear because, our, she, justice needs to yeah. hear our pleas right right well it needs otherwise half the people who are lawyers won't be able to hear themselves talk and that's their chief daily pleasure anyway
2: uh, also i think it's uh, just the saying justice is blind and deaf is a, is a weird thing to say justice is blind yeah, no and deaf. deaf blind deaf and dumb
0: Okay, justice just all right, well, I think it's time for uh eat, eat some, some
2: Food. food, 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 food,
0: food, food. No. you don't get to participate because you're very far away.
1: Oh darn. Uh, um, once again, that's...
0: Alan is uh, my father is calling in uh, from a, a far
2: off location. Can I uh, while we're uh setting it so I have uh Kafir milk. I could just quickly mm-hmm. set this up it's um Ugh. okay, well, we got a review already. <laughs> Uh, um good to know. I didn't even have this to... uh, well liked by a lot of people because it has Mainly your wife. My wife recommended this, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um Hey, would you say hi to
1: Grace for me?
2: Yeah, we yeah, we we uh we don't say her name on. Yeah, it, we don't but, say yeah. the names on. It. Um <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, but yes, I but will I say her grace. So we'll bleep you're, it out.
0: You're technically a guest at this point, and you're in, in your capacity as a guest. Her grace. You don't uh, okay. you don't know anything about us. A... So,
2: um, my wife um, said that kafir milk is actually very good for you, grace said for that? people, for humans. Um, <laughs> uh, it it has it, tons of probiotics, which I just heard from Rebecca, our great producer. Cuts down on farts. Um, cuts down on... Uh, I, she didn't say that from first-hand yeah, experience. Apparently, she said that apparently she there's no such, uh, no such
0: thing as milky farts.
2: Um, no such thing as milky farts.
0: I thought that was what caused farts.
2: It's a great alternative if you have a lactose intolerance. It has... Um, there's no lactose in it? It has 12 live active probiotic cultures in it and 15 to 20 billion CFUs, which I assume is a way that you uh, measure probiotics. I don't know. Maybe. It may just be a
1: way to measure
2: CFs.
0: <laughs> yeah, unit. The use for unit, right? Yeah, I like that. Um,
2: hey, thanks. That's a good dad uh-huh. joke. I Ooh. mean, it's like you're a dad. I'm saying no it's not a dad joke. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was um,
1: not a dad joke. No, this no, is a saying, dad joke. Don't let I'm him, bait
0: you. Don't let let him hear, bait you. All right, all right. While we're doing, what's your
2: favorite dad joke, real quick?
0: <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite joke, dad?
2: I could tell you one. My dad's not here to to do this podcast. Uh, he passed away. But always, if he was the it, aristocrats, by the aristocrats.
0: That's your favorite joke. Absolutely, I think you're
1: going really to tell a dad joke. joke. Uh, let's not go there. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. So the kafir though.
1: Yeah, Can I kefir. just tell you yeah, my, my
0: father's joke? Oh, your father's joke. Yeah. Let's. Hear oh your
1: yeah. Father's. Uh, oh, let's
0: hear your. Whenever
2: father's anyone asked joke. him uh, what he what he would do for a living, he would say he's a diesel fitter, and then people would go, "What does that mean? And diesel goes, fits you. I work at a girdle factory, and I go diesel fitter. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, I, I do have right, one anyways, joke. I, anyway, I, I made yeah. up a joke. Wait a minute, you want to hear the joke I made up? It's a lawyer I joke. I thought you were gonna do jo- okay. Okay, how many? Oh, I'm uh. trying to get in the mood. Okay, how many lawyers does it take to change the light bulb? How many? Three. Uh, how many can you afford? Oh.
2: oh, that's a good lawyer joke. I like Thanks. that. Thanks. Yeah, good joke, Dad. Um, uh, so Kafir. Yes. Okay. Here. So Kafir. Uh, is very good for you. And we're going to try it. Uh, it Rebecca the... said this is the kombucha of milk.
0: That's what it that says so, oh, uh, on the bottle, right? No, it doesn't. Milk. No,
2: that's what she said. Um, that yeah, is I have a large, too, right Large there. bottle of kefir. And I think if you could, this and you've is a left it very good hours. alternative to milk. You've left and, it out um, for hours, right? It's better for cows somehow. I don't know how. Are you just making that up? I think it is. You're making it up. No, I think it is. You think it is, but I that's how better you make cows. stuff up.
0: That's how. You I'll stuff figure out right? a way. I'll figure out a way that it <laughs> is. Okay? You're going to beat birds away it's or It's better like for cows, trust me. it's um, it better for cows? Uh,
2: because, uh, you know, it's it uses less milk. How? I don't know. Look, anyway. <laughs> what What is this, Barbara Walters? I'm right? just curious. All right, fine. I'm just curious. You um, pick the food. Let me know. So uh, we're going to try it. Okay. Have you ever uh, had kefir? I've never had it. I've never so had kefir that breath.
0: you've left out for hours.
2: <laughs> Oof. It's <That's laughs> <yogurt. laughs> essentially yogurt.
0: It's essential yogurt.
2: Is it different than yeah. yogurt? I'm not sure. But it is uh it's basically yogurt.
0: I like it. Yeah, it's thick, you do? right? I yeah. like it too. It's I like I like the taste of yogurt. I like yeah. the I like the sort of sour freshness of it.
2: It's you know, it just feels weird to sip yogurt from a bottle. But that's it. Yeah. That's... So uh we're going to ask you if what. you
0: like a nice thick sip of yogurt, <laughs> I feel like you love kefir.
2: So, Alan, I'd like to know what charity should we donate to?
1: Yeah, if you had one charity, Dad. One charity. First thing that comes to mind is Southern Poverty Law Center.
2: Southern Poverty Law Center. Yeah, the SBLC. SBLC? Yes. SPLC? Yes. Um, yes. You could look that up. Uh, and uh, what, what's the reason we should have hope? Quick.
1: A reason we should have hope because we can all, if we're allowed to vote this year, we can vote many of these people out of office.
0: What would you recommend people do if they want to get involved in gerrymandering? <laughs> Stopping uh, it, stop- I, or
1: starting it? <laughs> uh, I would recommend they go find a way to help register voters and then get out the vote on election day. Okay. That's that's uh, the direct, immediate solution available to us to gerrymandering vote numbers that overwhelm gerrymandering
0: do you i I, I think that's great just as a do you have a state in particular that you think is
1: the state to go to Uh, well is
0: there an election that matters more than others
1: yeah wisconsin is one of those Mm. i would say it's you know there there are 104 house districts where trump won won by a relatively small margin uh and they're scattered throughout the country. A lot of them are in blue and purple states, but not all of them. Find you know, go to a f- uh, flip the house, go flip to indivisible, swing uh, left. go to swing left. They will identify all these Huff districts po. for you, and if one or more of them is in, in your state, uh, go help register voters and get out the vote. We have one near us out in one of the suburban counties outside Chicago, okay. and uh, now that the primaries are over. There's a very good Democratic candidate and one uh, very vulnerable Republican seat very nearby, so that's a great option for me.
2: Great. And uh, how proud of you are you of Lucas on a scale of one to ten?
1: Uh, on a scale of one to ten, um, I, I have to say more than a nine because if I say less, he'll be in my head all all year. So I um,
0: would have said less, is what you're trying to say. Is under any other circumstance, you would have said less than nine. Good to know.
1: Good to know. Also, why
0: not ten? What, what does he have to do to get that ten? I mean, my entire life I've been asking oh, that man. question, bro. Oh, oh, he's gotta get to get, gotta all he's got right.
1: to do to get the ten is his mom's call because she always had higher standards.
0: Uh, uh, that's true. She does have very high all standards. All well, thank mom. you.
2: Thank you, uh, Mr. Neff. I'm going to call you Alan. We know each other you very may. well. I'm not. Uh, thank so you very nice much, you,
1: Dad. <laughs> All right, we but love this you. This was really enjoyable. Thank you very much for having me.
2: Okay. Thanks,
0: for, thanks for doing this, and I, I love you too, Dad. Okay, I take love care, too. guys. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> is he still on? We're still on. I'm still on. Now he's not. Oh no! <laughs> we can't say goodbye. You just hung up on him. I did just hang up on him. That's mean. It is. <laughs> Sorry, Dad.
2: Get high and save the world.
1: It's a good show.
3: Interior, happening discotheque. Remember when we call clubs (laughs) discotheques? (laughs) LOL. The 70s were crazy. Night. The crowd bustles with young, hot Mexicans who are supposed to be Cuban and all are dressed in butterfly collared shirts and pants that look like Jinko jeans and pleated khakis had a really weird baby. (laughs) There's sex in the air and Poppy wants a whiff.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh my God
3: scarface twenty two to forty five
1: <laughs> like television audience demographic
3: devilishly handsome not even a little bit italian looking so get that out of your dumb brain. <laughs> walks through the crowd with the confidence of a man who's going on MTV cribs with the ying yang twins. <laughs> oh Does he actually have a scar on his face? Fuck no. <laughs> why would he even why would you even ask that? That's not important. What's important is that he is not at all a problematic stereotype <laughs> and that he has come for his cocaine. <laughs> As he approaches the red rope of the VIP, pronounced ve A pe in Spanish, oh my <laughs> he spots his dear friend, who is almost certainly going to become his enemy by the end of the film, Smooth Skin. Scarface yells out his signature line. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. It's me, Scarface.
2: Oh my